to boot then, I knew I was in serious trouble. Gosh, the pain, I can't even describe how sore I was. Just try to explain that again to me to see if I'm understanding this right. That doesn't even sound reasonable. Are you serious? Hi, I'm Andy Rayner, your host of the Invisible Humanitarian Podcast, where we discuss everything from hiking, culture, theology, West Africa, stories, running, you name it. Come get a unique perspective from the East Coast of Canada. Light it up. All right, I want to welcome everyone to the Two Bird Dogs podcast. It's great to have you here. I'm Tom Marshall, and with me is... Andy Rayner. So we're coming live from Prince Edward Island, and we're just talking about things that men kind of go through, just our spiritual lives. Um, One of the things that uh, kind of took place for me, Andy, is uh, the other night my my wife came home, and she goes, "You you want the bad news now, or do you want to wait? And I'm like, well... Yeah, and as any man, we're going to say, wait until I have supper, right? Actually, yeah. I said, no, just give it to me now. <laughs> yeah, of I'm course. not one of those wait kind of guys. No, I, none of us are, I don't think, Tom. So so anyway, she goes, well, um, your your friend, uh, his daughter, my wife works with his daughter, and and the daughter had sent a message along that my, my friend has a, a, a tumor in his brain, and they're waiting for results and stuff. And so... Wow. It's like a real... Bummer if you if you think about it because I mean when they start talking about cancers or tumors and stuff and if you know if the results come back in a in a negative way not negative as in no tumor but as in positive as yeah negative and as not good news yeah, yeah. and and so um, you hear that and of course one of the challenges that that often takes place anyone that's in churches and stuff. You know, well, let's let's pray for them. And one of the things that you know I always found intriguing and a struggle is you pray and you pray, but sometimes God just doesn't show up. And that whole <clears throat> stuff. Now, my friend has gone through a lot in his life, and you know has lost you know a wife. Uh, is very fortunate to have a daughter, and you know the daughters recently, you know had a child and and has now had a second child. So, you know, that's a very positive thing Mm because, you know, he lost his wife giving birth to the child that, Mm. you know, he has, who now, you know, he's a granddad with two two kids and stuff. So he's very fortunate on that and and all the struggles because he took care of his wife for for many, many, many years and stuff. And, and, you know, he's he's an interesting guy. He's from Brooklyn. He has a a great sense of humor, kind of like Jerry Seinfeld. And yeah, but he, living here in Prince Edward Island. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a blogger yeah. and 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 you know he is just trying to make a living and stuff. And the last thing you want is for for news to come down. Well, you know he may have a short time to live, and it's like a kick in the gut. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, so that night, I mean, I was I was wiped out. So one thing that you know Andy and I said we'd do is, you know, uh, I told him, well, you know, one thing I learned about prayer, too, sometimes you have to fast. I mean, you just, like, you take it to another level, and you're just going to say, you know, God, this is, you know, it's out of my hands. There's nothing I can do, but I can at least do this, acknowledge that you are the Lord. And so, you know, I, I didn't eat supper, you know, the other night, and then I went the next day, and, and then, you know, we we met together and this morning, you know, I broke, broke the fast. Yeah. 
and you know the challenge and <clears throat> and you know there's that hope and and desire that you know God who you know does hear prayer responds and you know that something miraculous can happen and you know that that my buddy my friend mm. doesn't have to go through this and the treatment and all that um and there are cases that are out there it's just i haven't personally witnessed any anything like that and so that yeah that is a it's a struggle and it's one of those issues that as you get older you're more and more likely to have a loved one Mm-hmm. Who's going to be diagnosed with cancer? With yeah. cancer? Oh man, it's everywhere. Every family has their story. It seems now. Eh? Exactly. Well, my yeah. dad's had the the peel on the face, right? You know, because like you, his skin is very yeah. sensitive, and yeah, I've I've used the cream the cream stuff. They yeah. had to burn burn cancerous growths yeah. off. I mean, it's not any it's not melanoma or anything like that yeah. that stage, but because but I catch it early, I'm it. okay. Yeah, yeah, I had spots in my back and several on my face. And, yeah, uh, he's had to do that because he was yeah. a farm kid. Yeah, so yeah. he's out in the sun. And all there the was time. no sunscreen back in those days. No, <laughs> oh man. Well, unless you wore the big hat and. Yeah. The farmers would wear long sleeve shirts, you yeah. know, and it could be the middle of hot Illinois summer, oh, man. you know, in the high 90s and, and hundreds. And they're out there working, but they protected their skin. I, I lived outside and I can remember lots of nights when my uh, when I was young, my, my face would be so sore from sunburn and I'd have blisters and, and, yeah. and literally sleeping with my head and my face hanging off the side of the bed if I could, because it was too sore to touch on the pillow. Yeah. See back then sunscreen, when it, it didn't exist when I was really young. And when it first came out, you get that sunscreen, it was one or number two. Yeah. And then, then, then three or four later, number four come out. Well, you can stay out in the sun two times longer before you burn, right? Yeah. With a number two. And so, well, in direct sun, I burned in 15 minutes. So I could stay out a half an hour with the sunscreen and we would put it on. We all say, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. Cause it's not strong enough. It was never strong enough. <laughs> exactly. And if you're, if you're working in such a way that you're outside the whole time, it's like hours yeah. pass really quick. Yeah, when when I went to uh, my dermatologist, uh, one of the first times to to get some things removed, and you know, of course, he looked at my complexion. And interesting, my dermatologist, he passed away now, but uh, but he uh, he also during during this the the, the or during the war, uh, one of the wars uh, was stationed in Ivory Coast. Okay. So, uh, so he, when he found out we worked in Ivory Coast, he had it marked on our file and he'd, we'd talk about Africa every time we went in the room. But, but anyway, when he, when he, when he went in, he said, number 60 sunscreen for you. And he said, and the next time you come back, I want to see your skin as white as a sheet of paper. Yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> wife got that from her, her doctor too. Wow. Yeah. She ignores him. Yeah. Yeah. So your friend uh, got a bad diagnosis. I remember you sent me a little note uh, on, on yeah. Messenger and all you said was... They're waiting for the official word. Yeah. And like, what do you do in these circumstances? Yeah. You know, he's he's told everyone. And so by the time I heard it, he's told it. And the last thing he wants to do is tell more people. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming he doesn't want people just fawning all over him and, you know, yeah, the weeping, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. it's a struggle because, you know... It's like, wow, like that's the last thing that he needs. Yeah. And there's desires, you know, that I, you know, like I want him to be happy. I want him to, you know, he's agnostic and, you Mm -hmm. know, at least have this relationship with God that's, Mm -hmm. you know, a powerful uh, relationship. Yeah. And he went through a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just one more blow. And what do you say? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and then you're, you're, you're trying to, uh, you're struggling with that balance to, to, um, 
between should I say something, but knowing everybody is thinking they might or should, but allowing him the opportunity to talk when he's ready. But yet, you know, this may be the time where, where things are left unsaid that, that, that yeah. you want to say, but again, then you're thinking about, but yeah, but it's not about me too, you know? Yeah. And so you're dealing with all of the dynamics behind that. And then it almost paralyzes you. It's like, it I'm not really sure what to do. Well, now. he gives an example, you know, he's a writer and, and he published a book mm-hmm. called The Long Haul. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you buy the book, you can read about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, his, his second wife, um, she was Jewish. And so he converted mm-hmm. to Judaism. And, and, and agnostic Jew or, or that came I don't later. know what her, I forget what he said about her, but he's mm-hmm. basically agnostic mm-hmm. Jewish. And what's interesting though, is when, you know, after the birth, she had this aneurysm or whatever it was. And, you know, her health was never the same. And like, she was confined to a wheelchair, very difficult for her to communicate. And so in, in this book, The Long Haul, he talks about how a Christian group, they they were there and they were visiting some church or something and, and it, I forget it was for I don't know if it was a wedding I think it was a wedding that they were going to and all of a sudden these people were coming up to her and trying to convince her that she needed Jesus in her life and she's like I'm Jewish I'm Jewish and and like this is a it's disabled lady and and they yeah. wanted to put their hands on her to heal her oh wow. And and she's like, I'm Jewish, I'm Jewish. And and so it was a very traumatic event and like they could never go anywhere. Yeah. For fear of, you know, they're gonna be overwhelmed. And he's a private individual as well. Yeah, yeah. No, not everybody's an extrovert and likes that kind of attention. Uh, no. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, for him, he's been through a lot. Great sense of humor. Um and even writing the book, even in the book, after his wife had had passed away, it took him time to figure out you know, at, at the end, she hated him. Mm. And it was something that she got mixed up in. And and in reality, you know, he was very dedicated to her, loved her, cared about her. Um, but, you know, to go through all of that. And so now, you know, mm. you, he has two grandkids. One's probably two years old. And I'm guessing the other one is, you know, under a year. Mm, wow. And now this is, this is happening. And I'm thinking like, again, like Joe, like, what are you doing, God? Mm -hmm. What's going on here? And then in my case, you know, I want to pray for him. I would love him to be healed. Is God going to heal him? Yeah, and, it, and let's be honest, not seeing that happen very often no. in our decades of Christian service, ministry, and just being a Christian. Yeah, so yeah. having a miserable night and then <clears throat> fasting the next day just because I'm like, you know, I'm going to fast. And, mm. I'm, you know, this is serious stuff. I, I do believe in God. I do believe that He does miracles. Mm-hmm. Jesus healed people. He, And sometimes He does it for His glory. And... You know, I have no clue what he plans to do. Um, if if it means that I have to sit with my friend and just be there, mm. I'm willing to sit and be there with him. Yeah. Uh, because he was such a lovely person and is such a lovely person that, like, you know, and that's a struggle. I mean, this is one of those things when you're a believer and, okay, so you're a believer. Okay, well, so what are you going to do about it? Mm. Well, I, I, I remember I was uh, reading an article one time or a book. It was anyway, basically what it, what it said was, uh, 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 
is that the that the earth has fallen, the world is not as God intended to be. Yeah. And uh, and and you know Christ has has redeemed um, everything that needs to be redeemed. Um, that that final price has been paid, but yet you know there's still some enemies to be put under his footstool. Yeah. The powers and principalities have been dis- disarmed. Their great victory. Uh, you know it's it's like it's like <clears throat> the the uh, definitive defeat was made, but the final consummation and finishing of his, of his work on this earth is going to come at the end of in, end of this creation or the end of time. And uh, what the guy was saying was is. Um, he said that uh, sickness, disease, the the warpings and the and the and the things that go wrong with creation, the the things that make our body sick and all of these things still have yet to be redeemed. Like because our bodies yeah. have yet to be redeemed at the resurrection. We still have and, that fallenness of the world. Yeah, and uh, and so so since we know that that that's the ultimate end and the ultimate goal, and what he said was is praying praying against sickness and things like this. You know, whereas a lot of people just want to give up because it's like nothing changes. It's the way it is. It's just the way yeah. it is. You you know, we get to get into this pragmatic thing. It's just, we got to accept reality. Not a life thing. No. And, and what he says is, he said, is we pray in such a way, um, to pray against the fallenness and the brokenness of the world. So it's yeah. o- okay to pray for people to be healed because that's not God's will for people to be sick. And, uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so that kind of changed how I approached it. And, and, yeah. and I only came to that maybe, maybe, maybe 10 years ago, I read that and I just said, okay, so, so now, now, uh, you know, uh, um, I, I do pray for healing, not, not in a, in a flamboyant way of some people think of faith yeah. healers and stuff. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's, we're not yeah. that, no. uh, but anyway, that's fine. And that maybe I'm wrong because I'm not that I'm not criticizing them. Um, but you know, pray, pray against the brokenness, the fallenness and brokenness in the world. It's okay. Yeah. Because we do know it's not the will of God. And that, that changed how I approached it. Yeah, well, and, even changing the approach of, well, I want to pray what God's interested in, not just what I'm interested yeah. in, changes yeah. things. And you begin to see more happening that God must be doing and stuff. And so that's exciting. Mm. The only problem, you know, the thing that I I, I struggle with is, you know, you, you meet these people. And, and I think God is the one that brought us together. You know, I got this mm-hmm. agnostic guy that's my buddy. I have an atheist friend, and, and so I'm the Christian, and, and you know we're all writers, and we used to joke about the agnostic, the Christian, and the atheist walked into a bar, and you know this is yeah. right up my buddy's alley. Yeah, this you is know. Tom and his writers club. Yeah, he has those that sense of humor that you know the zingers. Yeah, and and you know, and it's just like, oh, so God, you've introduced me to an agnostic dude now what? to get to know, and the, an atheist to get to know, and I had to get uh, over that whole issue that they're agnostic and. <clears throat> atheists and they're probably getting over the issue that I'm a Christian. Yeah, because normally not thinking yeah. that that'd be too fun to hang exactly. out with. Exactly. <laughs> and now you're going to take one away? Like, uh, what's going on here? You know, oi, yeah. you know, I'm, th- I'm uh, thinking of the Brooklyn person, like, mm. you know, well, that's a that's a cheap shot, God. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I remember uh, uh, one of the first times I was shocked by prayer, and that sounds funny for people who supposedly believe in prayer. But uh, but my uh, my aunt, uh, she 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 had a had had a stroke and and many small aneurysms, yeah. brain aneurysms or whatever, and she could barely speak. She could just say certain words, and uh, and she was in a wheelchair. And one time I was over visiting with my mom. My mom and I stopped in. You know, they live about an hour away, and uh, we stopped in for a visit and. She was sitting in her wheelchair and, 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 uh, she would say yes 
or no. And, but she could only say words like that, individual words. Right. And anyway, uh, and then she kind of rolled out of the room and she was holding her head and, and, uh, anyway, and mom went into the other room and she was crying in the other room. She rolled, she had rolled her wheelchair and one, one hand didn't work. So she does this with her feet in one hand, you know, yeah, yeah. trying to pull herself along. And, uh, anyway, and, but she was having terrible pain in her head. And, uh, and it was causing her such pain and she wasn't able to have drugs like for another couple of hours, you know, my yeah. uncle said. And so he said, I can't give it to her for another couple of hours. And this happens every time before her dose. And, uh, anyway, and, and she's crying and, and, and my mom says, Andy said, uh, Charlotte's having a severe pain. Why don't you, would you come in and pray for her? Yeah. And so it's like, and I'll be honest. You go in, you're going to, you know, you're going to say words and, and let's face it, sometimes you wonder what good is it going to do, right? I know. And so I was the doubter and, uh, said, said the words, did my religious holy things, uh, that Christians should do, we think we should do. And it's not that I didn't believe. I don't, I really don't think it was because I didn't really believe, but, but anyway, I prayed and I just said, Lord, um, I said, your, 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 your child is suffering. And, uh, and is in severe pain and only you can take it away. Yeah. Then I said, would you just please grant her some mercy and grace from the pain, um, you know, for today. And anyway, and I said, in Jesus name, amen. And anyway, and she's sitting there and then her eyes went as big as saucers. And then she starts looking around the room, like, like she's like puzzled. And then she's feeling her forehead, you know, in her patting her forehead from the left to the right and on top of her head. And, and mom said, Charlotte, are you, are, are you okay? And she wasn't saying it. Charlotte, what's wrong? Are you okay? And she still had these big eyes and she was rubbing her head. And like, I don't know, for a minute, a second, I thought she like, is she taking another seizure or, you know, some kind yeah. of aneurysm again, because she was just at this startled big eyed look and patting her head and it made no sense. And then, and mom asked her again, is it, are you okay? And then she said, gone. What do you mean? Sure. And she said, gone. And, uh, and she was saying, she's, and, and mom said, is the pain gone, Charlotte? And she said, yes, gone. And, and, and it went away and, and, and she was absolutely stunned and flabbergasted that at it, it, it instantly went away somewhere in that, that, that one minute prayer. And, uh, you know what? I, I was too, <laughs> you know, and who wouldn't be? Because how many times have you seen that happen in, 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 in our spiritual life, right? In our spiritual, yeah. uh, longings and prayers for people. I mean, and, and I, and that's not saying that we don't believe is that, you know, uh, miracles by nature are rare. They are. Right. Because if they're not, or if, if, if they're not supernatural, that means they're natural. That means they happen all the time. They're a common occurrence and, and miracles by nature are rare. And so, so, you know, th that, that's what happened. And, and, and it, it, it blown me away. Yeah, exactly. One of, one of the things that I find intriguing too, like, you know, uh, to send a message and, and the thing is he's very tired and will he be able to, to read the message? You know, that's just respectful of, of him and, you know, obviously mm -hmm. something from Old Testament. And, you know, but I mean, there's things that are in Old Testament that are just as good as the New Testament stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's something else, too, is just that part of your job, I think, is to love people and be kind and considerate. And I think that's going to do more mm -hmm. than just you have your agenda yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just make it clear that you can offer your gift of presence and, yeah. and just let, let them, 
let them set the parameters, I guess, because they have other people in their life besides us. And we forget that sometimes. And And like that last time you were, you were talking about sometimes people want to micromanage the elder who wants to micromanage stuff. And it's like, no. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because, you know, you sent me the note and, uh, you said, uh, you know, that he had been diagnosed with a brain, uh, brain tumor, brain cancer. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wow. Of course. And, you know, and this week, you know, well, we haven't been able to get back to Molly for a few years. I mean, the situation, you know, I'm not as alarmed about it as some people are, but it's still not good. I get that. And, uh, but, uh, but Molly's been on my mind and I'm thinking of, you know, right now, what is it? Uh, I got, uh, six people on my list, six, six Christian workers. Yeah. Uh, Beatrice, that, that, Sophia. Yeah, and Sophia and, and Elliot. So, uh, yeah, uh, um, uh, uh, Luce, uh, Cecilia Garcia and a few of these guys are, are ladies, but anyways, they're, they're kidnapped by Al Qaeda. And I particularly pray for Beatrice because Beatrice is kind of a, a little bit of an outsider on the margins of a mission community because yeah. she's just different. And, um, you know, she's been through a lot. She's been through a lot. And, and some of the things she's been through is because of the Christian community that hasn't supported her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, uh, and I'll, I'll use the word a patriarchal Christian community yeah. and, uh, uh, but I'm, that's a, that's another story. But anyway, uh, but she's the only person on planet earth that I know of, or I have, I've never heard the story before, but as far as, as far as we can tell, she's the only person on planet earth that's been kidnapped twice by Al Qaeda. And, uh, and because of her story and I, I am good friends with a, with a, with a person who lived with her, um, you know, uh, uh, and ministered, you know, as a partner with her, not, not, not in, I don't mean in a relationship, but he was a yeah. young man and she offered him a place to stay in, in, in a little guest you house besides her house. Her work yeah. And, and so she, you know, I'm getting this firsthand about her, her story. Right. And, uh, from him because he lived there and what happened and, you know, and he told me the things that happened and what she was like. And, and, um, so all of these people are on my mind this week. I just been thinking about Molly praying about, you know, these, there's been four years in January. She's been taken as a hostage and, you know, when you run out of things to pray, I've prayed for toothbrushes. I prayed for the, or the, or the men who are guarding her to become impotent until she's released. I know. That I was prayed. a good one. I remember. <laughs> oh yeah. When I came up with that one, I think I came up with that one. <laughs> yeah, you did. And, and, and I just said, yeah, that's, that's, I'm claiming that one and praying it several times. And I, and I have, oh, that was good, Tom. That Ladies, was you know, yeah. if you want to have a prayer, it's guys that are really jerks and stuff yeah, just pray, pray they become empty. yeah and uh, they, they'll get it straightened out before god so those things get working again but anyway i've, I've pray, also I prayed pray. for insects yeah. to come because insects sometimes help yeah or even birds like the ravens yeah. that fed elijah i prayed yeah. for that yeah i've i've, I've uh, prayed for cool uh, cool winds in the day yeah. I uh, you warmer winds at night because it gets very cold in the same or a face desert. cloth you talked about yeah it. enough water to, to bath Mm-hmm. Clean uh, water. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, anyways, it just goes on and on. And uh, but anyway, so so when you when you told me that story and you said you were going to fast, I said, okay, you know what? I I, I, can't, I I'm going to join you. So I had the greatest of intentions, Tom. I really did. Yeah. And I and I said I'll I'll pray for Charles tomorrow and today. Yeah, well, and course, Beatrice. Today, but I'm going to pray for Beatrice too, right? And uh, so so you you're off and you're fast. I have no idea. You're in Charlottetown going to work and whatever else. So so I'm awake. Okay. Here's here's my theory: is if you're going to fast, you should fast on a day where it's going to be as uh, the the shortest number of hours possible and busiest. 
And busy as helps, keeps your mind off it, right? <laughs> okay, well, it turns out... We're I, already telling everyone how to cheat on Beth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here's the here's the darn thing, okay? I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning on my on my fast day, yeah. right? And it's like, oh boy, I'm going to have to... Fa-. And when you're up that early, you're hungry earlier because you're expending more energy. You're up walking around doing yep. things, right? And uh, and so, so I'm awake at 3 o'clock and then my wife gets up for work at quarter to four and showers and she sitting at the table she leaves the house but shortly after 5 30 and anyway and of course and i have a couple of mugs of coffee every morning and i would have already had my coffee long before 5 30 right, 530, right? I'm, I'm just a fisherman habit and we had seven mosques uh, when i lived in africa that blasted around our house every morning for the call to prayer so I, i'm you know i'm an early bird that just fits in and uh anyway and i said to my wife uh she's drinking her coffee and i and i said yeah i suppose if i have coffee with cream in it you can't count that as a fast and then See, I hadn't told her I was going to fast, right? Yeah. And she said, oh, you're fasting, are you? And I said, yeah. And I said, uh, I'm, I said uh, I'm kind of missing having my coffee. And then I said, well, I suppose I could have just coffee with, with uh, without cream in it. Would that be okay? And, and remember, we were talking on the other podcast about how, how you got to suffer for church. If yeah. it's not suffering, if you're not suffering enough, it's not real, right? Yeah, and she, she heard that story of the podcast. Kind of like the, the mission where uh, Robert De Niro's <laughs> character, you know, he has to carry all the armor up the hill yeah you got to suffer enough in order Unless you for have rope to be spiritual. burns on your shoulders it doesn't count and anyway so she said oh no you can't you can't have just even plain coffee when you're fasting i said i can't i said would there would there be something wrong and i was serious when i asked her because yeah. i was feeling i needed a coffee by then and uh, and she goes oh no you can only have water when you're fasting i said what i said i said i i, I said i i gotta suffer more for it to be a good fast is that the <laughs> idea and anyway she just looked at me laughing because i was making reference to that article we did, we talked about anyway and uh, so I, I i wouldn't have a coffee right and uh, and so i'm up doing my things and up work and I, I had to go to the store early in the morning got some groceries for, for some things and anyway it wasn't a work day i wasn't i wasn't in uh, in the the fisherman shandy repairing today and right. or, the, or yesterday and uh, so anyway uh, by 10:30 i got back from the store i have a massive headache now now mind you i had been reading scripture and praying all morning i did that right till i went to the store yeah. so like i read scripture and prayer and wrote in my prayer journal and stuff until well, I don't know what time I went to the store, about eight o'clock or so. And then I went shopping, come back. And then, you know, about 1030, I got this massive headache. And I know it's just because I didn't have caffeine yeah. and, uh, and, and, and I'm getting hungry because I'm up, I've been up since three o'clock and I'm sitting here and thinking, well, maybe I'll just have a coffee. No, Lynn says I can't, you know, my wife said I can't have a coffee. I'm not suffering enough. Right. Yeah. And so, and anyway, and I'll be honest with you, I, I was kind of in a little, little bit of a foul mood, but thinking, you know what, this is ridiculous. I mean, what these people are going through and I, I can't even, you know, I'm complaining about this. I know. So I can It really out- shows up your own shallowness when you get to Oh, it. I know. So, so the big spiritual me who's praying and fasting for the day with my friend, because his friend has brain cancer, I'm down here in my office and just my headache is so bad. And then, and then. Uh, there's a knock at the door. I didn't hear it, but, uh, but anyway, but I could, t- I could tell there was a stir upstairs. I could hear the footsteps and, uh, my son uh, yells down the stairs, uh, Hey dad. And of course we're fishermen and, uh, and, and we love smelts. It's smelt season right now, but they don't keep very well for very long in the fridge. Right. And, and, uh, anyway, so he calls down and says, dad, the smelt guy was here. I, I bought two dozen smelts, you know, for us because I always tell him when he comes by a couple of dozen and it's just like a, a weekly treat until the smelt season is done. And he yells down, we got, we, you know, I got the smelts here or whatever. And I'm sitting down here. It's like, okay, Tom is coming tomorrow. 
and uh, we're going to have steak uh, steak the next day for dinner. I didn't know we were going to plan for breakfast, but uh, but I said we're going to have I'm be cooking steak for Tom tomorrow, so I'm not going to have time to cook cook anything like cook the smells tomorrow. And by Sunday, they're not going to be fresh enough. You know, yeah. they're just they're just going to lose their flavor. And so I'm sitting down there. It's like oh the heck with the frig with the the fast. So up I go and I fry the smelts and feeling like a spiritual slug, the slime ball, right? <laughs> and and I perked the coffee and I drank a whole pot of coffee uh, to till about the time supper came along anyway uh-huh. i just kept down the coffee the headache went away but i but the spiritual heartache didn't go away i'll yeah. tell you anyway to compensate for it after that i i uh i get out and did a prayer walk on my mini appalachian trail in the woods and i just prayed for charles and and uh and uh and beatrice. beatrice yeah so yeah. so anyway that but anyway still still feeling like a spiritual slob you know what i mean so you know you can post on facebook fasting for somebody today well you better put that past tense i fasted for somebody well, today off, because I you would, might not make the fast I, w- I wouldn't have put it on on facebook <laughs> no you shouldn't and you know I just kind of told you because I knew that you would probably want to make something. Yeah. And I was going to show up, but I wasn't going to eat, and I didn't want to say, "Hey." Yeah. You know, I I don't want to eat your food. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, like the good friend last night when we're sitting in my office, I'm sitting here having having a late supper, and uh, it looked good. It yeah, was meatloaf. It's like, sorry, Tom. I'm 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 since I already busted the but fast, I, I'll have another snack before I go to but bed. But I did tell you, like, it's not it's fine. <laughs> I've prepared. You know, one time I prepared dinner for my family, and they're dishing up everything and they're like yeah aren't you gonna eat no i'm fasting today <laughs> well well why don't you tell us yeah i mean to me that's just one of those one of those challenges and like again for myself like the the point of fasting it's it's between you and god and you're just basically yeah. saying god you're the one yeah. that's in charge of stuff and I, like to get carried away well you got to have these rules and regulations, yeah. You know, because I did have uh, a caramel brulee and coffee. In oh, the morning. oh, so you cheated too then? And I don't, you didn't, I didn't suffer cheat. enough. No, I'm just. I'm and I had a hot you. chocolate. You know, the yeah. night when I came up, right? But I mean, you know, basically from from uh, noon, um, Thursday, Thursday. You know, I didn't eat anything until. This morning, Saturday. Friday, yeah, Saturday, Saturday morning. morning yeah. And the only thing I had on Friday was, you know, this caramel brulee coffee and then the yeah. the hot chocolate. And I'm like, I still feel the hunger. I oh, still yeah. feel the 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 whole point is yeah. resisting just gorging yourself on food and saying, God, you come first in this matter. Um, I'm doing this because I'm concerned about my friend. Yeah, and yeah. Some, sometimes people get carried away if... They got these rules and regulations, and I'm like, you can fast on anything, and yeah. Well, I mean, and 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 like I say, this this could be my uh, spiritual slime ball rationalization, and and not probably. I know for a fact well, it is, but you know, I was sitting here like, okay, well, I prayed all morning and read scripture and and uh, yeah. and wrote down prayers and. But like, I was busy people. all day Friday, yeah. so I wasn't. You know, my scriptures and yeah. my prayers weren't as. You know, so you you spent more time doing that, yeah. Than than I was able to because I had to go to this meeting. Then I was helping a student do something, yeah. and uh, so I mean that's life. you're like a cough drop to a weary spiritual soul. Thank you for uh, well, <laughs> numbing my pain a little I bit. I think no. I think everyone because okay, let's just let's just describe this in in Matthew six. Jesus says, you know, when you pray, when you give, mm. and when you fast, <clears throat> do it in secret. 
and it's just expected. And yeah. so you yeah. need to fast. Yeah, when you when you when you when you yeah. do this, yeah. And so I think a person needs to explore it. They need, you know, you don't jump in and think, uh, you know. And I remember reading someone was talking about you should work up to like a three day fast, mm-hmm. where you're you're just acknowledging to God, it's not about your world, it's not about the stuff of this world. You know, it's about God, it's about his kingdom, and you're setting aside, you know, nourishment. You still have plenty of fluids of water, you know, to sustain you and stuff. Um, but I think, too, I think people can start small, just fasting from social media or fasting from television, you know, fasting from, you know, computer games. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I think just forcing yourself and then seeing if you can go that long and yeah. Like your experience, oh no, I'm a I'm a spiritual slug because I didn't make it. Well, that's part of the experience is sometimes you don't make it. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember we were talking earlier at the table. I said this this is an East Coast of Canada fisherman's temptation. Well, yeah. Is a smelt delivery of fish. Uh, Mine would be the Swan Man that has the drumsticks, ice cream drumsticks. Oh, okay. And and you know we joked about the the the, the person down in Louisiana. His you know his his buddy comes over. Hey man, I got some crawdads out yeah. there and they bring some crawdads over we're gonna let them, let's boil them up in gumbo and have a crawdad piece it's like okay there goes the fast for me too for the, yeah. so there's a louisiana style of blowing your fast there's the east coast style exactly. there's the midwestern style i do enjoy i did tell andy this i do enjoy watching cooking shows while i'm fasting sometimes just because i don't know there's something about it just shows you know maybe it's too much pride coming it's like you know i don't need to eat you know that looks really good. That's really delicious. Yeah. And then you kind of focus on, well, Saturday morning, you know, Andy mentioned having steak on Friday. And I said, well, I'm fasting, but I'll eat it Saturday morning yeah. with eggs. Yeah. So you, when you woke up this morning and yeah. I saw you, I, I lit up the barbecue and grilled a few steaks and got the kind with the bone marrow still in the yeah. big bone in the middle there. It so was, you could it scoop it delicious. out and put it on. <laughs> so when you taste something after fasting, it's just yeah. it's so much richer and flavor yeah. and taste and. Yeah. It was good stuff. So yeah. anyway, um, yeah, it doesn't take away the struggle that's that's still there. Hmm. Um, we'll always have that particular struggle. Um, and I, I do wait patiently to see what God may be doing in life, how he may change, you know, the circumstances that are going with my friend. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really hoping and, yeah. you know, that it will be a positive result because Again, I, I would love to to write a story with him and my my atheist buddy and answer that joke. You know, there was an agnostic, an atheist, and a Christian walked into a bar, and you then know, write the book together. Yeah, then write the book together. <laughs> that I, should be your first line. And it, I thought it would uh, also be a good title. So yeah. anyway, uh, we just ask that uh, if if you know someone that needs prayer, that you can do that and maybe try out some fasting. Yeah, just do it. Not that I'm, you know, like, oh, hey, wheel of morality, turn, turn, turn. Here's the lesson we must learn, (laughs) you know, but like, give it a try. And that's the one thing about spiritual life that's really made my life come alive, Mm. if you will. Yeah, send and send us a note or if you know us, get in touch with us and tell us, tell us uh, what you found out about it or... What you felt about it, how did it work? Yeah. yeah. Be interesting to hear some feedback on even, that. Even some of the, the not success stories, yeah. because that's just part of life. Yeah. And I think God is meant for us to have fun and enjoy him and, and do these different things. So yeah, tell anyway. Us, yeah. Tell us if you were a Tom or who succeeded or an Andy who failed. Yeah. Or a purist <laughs> like uh, Lynn. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. All right. Well, we thank everyone for today uh, for the Two Bird Dogs podcast. We also want to thank uh, Nathan and Jeremy. They are tied in timber. Uh, they're the ones that give uh, provided our music for us. So thank you very much for being here. Take it down a Are you still here? You must be a real sucker for punishment. Thank you for listening to the Invisible Humanitarian podcast today. Check out our website at theinvisiblehumanitarian.ca or check us out on our Facebook page. Please subscribe to us and leave us a good rating on your favorite podcast subscriber. And please, whatever you do, tell all your crazy friends about this podcast.